Welcome to Analyzing Television, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at situations and topics in the world of television. I'm your host Matthew and today uh, I'm going to be talking about Netflix's quantity over quality problem. Uh, So I've noticed a little bit of a trend with Netflix, mainly in 2021, and I think there's a lot of reasons as to why. The pandemic is probably a reason as as to some of this happening. But there's two areas I want to kind of look at with this. Uh, One of which is how many shows Netflix put out last year, how many they've put out this year, and how there's a situation that's been happening at Netflix for quite some time this uh, quantity over quality sort of problem and how even though I think it's worse at the moment and will get better later it's never been as good as some of the other streamers out there in terms of trying to do trying to make as many shows as possible and I I do want to stick to TV as opposed to talking about film here because uh, I know the Army of the Dead and stuff and uh, has has, has kind of come out and stuff, um, like stuff like Army of the De- Army of the Dead has uh, come out as well, which obviously a, a big hit for them in terms of films. But I want to stick to their TV shows and really kind of look at what's what's been happening, what's still happening, how it changed a little bit last year, and how it's kind of worse at the moment. So the the big main problem I'm talking about, and something which I do always think has been a problem at Netflix, but is worse now than what it's been before. And I think there's two specific reasons as to why that is. Netflix has, at times, and quite often at times, become a, what I would call, now you could use a different phrase for this, a dumping ground for television. That doesn't mean like dumping the worst content on there. That just means dumping as much content as they can possibly afford onto the service in order for you to browse that content for as long as possible. Watch as much of it as what you think as what they want you to and ultimately because ultimately the goal with any subscription service is to keep you subscribed. Keep that monthly bill rolling on and avoiding you pressing the cancel subscription button because Netflix doesn't want you to do that. And one one way to avoid you doing that is, okay, let's dump a load of TV shows onto the service. The viewers won't know exactly what they want to see um, out of these things like some of some shows that are brand new that people have never kind of heard of or original ideas or even like adaptions from books or comic books that some people may or may not have known before or if even if you did know what that book was you wouldn't know how good the adaption is necessarily so as opposed in a way to okay let's say there's 10 new shows in a week okay you don't know which ones you're gonna like which ones you're not gonna like which ones you're gonna think are all right get back to later sort of thing but ultimately but yes, ultimately the point being to you know dump as much TV show, t- uh, dump as much TV on there as what they can to keep you subscribed by getting you to try out their new shows. Basically, uh, now all of these subscription services do this, but Netflix kind of does it in a way that not many of the others really do, which is just to kind of dump loads of shows on there. Now some of these shows, which I've got written down, are pretty amazing, and uh, I enjoy quite a few of them but uh to talk about the other point as well um last year i remember saying on a number of geek town episodes 
when we were in the middle of, I mean, we're still in the middle of the pandemic, but whatever, 2020 was obviously uh, mostly covered by that, um, was, I think, that I, I think there's a few different things that kind of happened with Netflix last year, because I do remember spending more time on Netflix last year than what I have this year. Granted, we haven't had the whole year yet, we're five months in, but I remember during the sort of summer months and sort of into like August, September, you know, a bit later and later on into the year. And I remember being, I remember being quite continuously surprised at how many returning and new shows that I was interested in kept coming back. And I remember saying to, I think, like, David and some other people at the time, like, Netflix are really releasing, like, a lot of their major things at the moment. And I think there's, I think there's a few different reasons for that. I think that, uh, you know, it was a pandemic, people were at home, like, most people were at home, whether it was working from home, or if you'd been furloughed, or whatever the case may have been, Uh, or if you're self-isolating, you know, there's a number of reasons to be at home during the pandemic, and maybe Netflix thought, hey, we've got a bunch of these shows, let's let's get out, uh, let's do the dumping TV thing and get as much of our content out as we can, because now is the time to capitalise on that, because people are at home, people are going to be watching a lot more stuff, so let's give them as much as possible. Um, I kind of think that was, I mean, I get the idea behind it, but ultimately I kept thinking, are Netflix going to do this and kind of run out of content at one point? Which I know is the kind of opposite to what I've just said a minute ago about being a dumping ground for TV. But there is only so much TV you can dump onto a service before you do kind of run out of your major things. Which is another point I want to get onto. Which is I think that Netflix at this point in 2021 has kind of run out of those major things to dump onto the service. Um, I've got a few examples here of some, of some shows of like the, the bigger ones that I'm talking about that... Are either in production or kind of maybe about to come out or have been in production for a while and um some of these things you didn't actually see last year um but again it was the case that some of these things you didn't see you have you won't see yet this year because they're still in production um but these are some of the bigger ones uh, so things like the crown the witcher stranger things atypical and a bit less so but you um the i think it's the third season of that uh, which isn't one of like Netflix's big big hitters, but a lot of people do watch that show. Um, if you look to the first five months of this year, because I was trying to think off the top of my head, what has come out for this year that people have talked about on Netflix? Um, and I also did look up new um, Netflix series for like 2021. I'm going to read that out in a minute. But I just thought, okay, off the, to- off the top of my head, what do I know that's come out this year that people have talked about? And then talking about, I want to talk about sort of those shows as compared to the ones that I just read out. So Shadow and Bone, Jupiter's Legacy, and The Irregulars, which has been cancelled. The Irregulars has been cancelled after one season. Um, now if you look at Jupiter's Legacy and Shadow and Bone, both have had, from what I've seen at least, I can only speak to my own perspective, kind of mixed reception in a way. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy, some people are like, oh, this is, like, not great. Some people are like, oh, this is kind of, like, Netflix's Superman series or whatever. Shadow and Bone, a lot of people have said, like, oh, it's pretty good. It's a bit slow, so not amazing. Pretty good, bit slow, doesn't mean amazing. Um, when people talk about things like, you know, The Witcher or The Crown or Stranger Things, very typical, they're probably going to say amazing most of the time. So uh, what I'm talking about is a different consensus of sort of quality. Again, going back to the main topic, quantity 
over quality, which is definitely what Netflix has always tried to do, for the most part. Um, now, out of these three that I've seen, because I've seen at least some episodes, actually I've not seen any of The Crown, but I've seen all The Witcher, I've seen all The Stranger Things, I've seen all of Atypical, and I've watched about half, I think, of uh, You season. I, I think I watched two or three episodes of the second season of You. So I, I've seen the majority of that there. I've seen three of those shows one of them I haven't tried or got around to yet with the crown and the other one I've seen about half of which is or just over half which is you uh, so up to sort of sec- second or third episode of season three shadow and bone I've not tried I've not felt any sort of urgency to uh, Jupiter's legacy by the way I did tweet about it the other day I watched the pilot and I thought it looked cheap now I don't mean cheap visually I just think it's what I meant by that was we've had a bit of a resurgence of these Superman stories, you know, you've got the boys, um, you've got Homelander, who's kind of the uh, Superman-esque evil character over there, and you've obviously got Invincible on Amazon Prime, which has got Omni-Man, who's kind of the um, evil, and this isn't spoilers, by the way, this is what these characters are, kind of like an evil Superman, so they've got their own kind of versions. This, to me, felt like Netflix trying to be like, oh, we'll we'll do that all do kind of not necessarily evil I don't really know much about it and I only saw the first episode uh, but like oh we can do our own like Superman-esque series but it uh, it didn't come off quite so well at least at least in my opinion I've only seen the first episode maybe it gets better so and then the regulars I never tried I probably won't bother now it's been cancelled and I didn't have any interest so notice the way I've talked about those three shows as the way I talked about the others The Crown I've heard is really really good been nominated for a number of Emmys won some Emmys I think the Witcher, I really like the first season of, really looking forward to the second. Stranger Things, I think is Netflix's second best show, um, or th- thereabouts, and I'm looking forward to the, would it be the fourth season? Atypical is really heartwarming, emotional, heartbreaking, fantastic, funny, in lots of different places. That's getting its fourth and final season, I think, um, I think this year. And You, I just didn't quite get on with it, but, but, but I might go back to it. Um, so yeah, talking about the... For, for, for me, from what I've noticed, three shows that have kind of stood out or been talked about a bit more this year uh, with Shadow and Bone, Jupiter's Legacy and The Irregulars. Now, you might love those three shows and that's that's cool. That's great. Or you might hate them. You might think they're the worst things that you've ever seen. Um, that might be a bit dramatic, but it might be how you feel. Um, as opposed to the other shows which have been a lot more critically successful, we could say. Um... I, I just think there's a couple of things that's happened here. Um, hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself, or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. 
If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcast over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film. And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month. You can request a new TV show. Or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad free podcasts. For the month as well. Thank you very much for listening. And enjoy the rest of the show. I think last year Netflix had a bunch of TV. Which they... they I, I'm sure... Maybe not in Netflix's existence... But certainly in terms of last year, I think that they had a bunch of shows able to put out and then they just decided, okay, there's loads of people at home and stuff. We're going to dump out a load of their TV, uh, dump out a load of our TV to, you know, keep people subscribed during the pandemic, keep them busy, keep them watching our streaming service because they don't, Netflix doesn't want you watching anything else or really doing anything else. Um, They want you to pay their subscription and watch their shows and films. That's it. They don't want you. They don't want you watching HBO. They don't want you watching The Mandalorian. They don't want you watching, I don't know, Game of Thrones. Whatever. Um, I think that they decided to do that because I, I'm just I'm pretty certain that last year, um, just just throughout some of those summer months and the even later onto the year, it was season after season after season after season. Um, not all new shows, a mixture of like new and returning shows. And I just remember being continually, continually surprised and thinking, "Wow, Netflix is like not even trying to save some of their TV shows." Now, some of that might have been contractual. You know, I don't know the deep ins and outs of the contracts of Netflix or whatever. Some of those shows might be like, "Okay, this has been filmed, this has been fully produced and put together. It has to maybe be put out by this date." And then some of those dates collided. I don't know how much of that was maybe the case, but there was just definitely more stuff released in those summer months. Um, or the pen, or you know the lockdown sort of months um, last year than like most other times at, at Netflix. But my other point to that is even before that, even before the pandemic hit and everyone was kind of at home, or most people were at home, and Netflix was dumping out more TV, they've always done that. They just kind of notched it up from ten to eleven, if if you know what I mean. And this year they seem to have gone from a ten to eleven to about a five maybe, in terms of um, being able to dump more stuff out. Because they kind of just, well, you know, these things have to be filmed, written, and produced, and edited, and all that kind of stuff before they get released. So, um, I just thought I'd run through this as well. So, I, I've kind of made a bit of my point, which is, it's a bit, it, it's become a bit of a sort of, yeah, quantity over quality problem. Because um, if you look at again the big three show, or the three talked about shows this year from Netflix, at least the ones that I've seen being talked about, Shadow and Bone, Jupiter's Legacy, The Irregulars, um, nowhere near as critically received as things like Crown, Witcher, Stranger Things, Atypical, and maybe you as well. Um, I don't know how accurate this list is completely because I've looked it up from Google. I put a new Netflix series, so I'm just going to read out a bunch of these. 
Instead of me saying which ones I haven't heard of, I'm going to say which ones I have heard of. So, you've got something called Halston. And you'll be able to tell if I've heard of some of these because of the way that I read out their titles. Uh, the Son of Sam, Descent into Darkness. Move to Haven, Mine, Who Killed Sarah, Jupiter's Legacy, Shadow and Bone, The Irregulars, so the three I've already mentioned. Zero, something called Sexify. Fatma, Dealer. Alma Matters Inside the IIT Dream. Selena the Series, that's uh, Christian Serato's, um, uh her music, well not her music series, like a bio, is it called Biopic I think? Where she plays the role of um, Selena, the, the musical um, person, the, the singer is what I meant to say, <laughs> musical person, the singer, um, which is, I did, I have seen the pilot of that, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good show. That did come back for its second season, or its second part whatever um so that's that's pretty good so i, I did accidentally leave that one out but uh, that's just kind of recently come back yasuki the one the lost pirate kingdom dota dragon's blood now i know that's based off the game i haven't quite watched that yet but again when i was writing down those three shows earlier that was what was coming to mind so i'm kind of intrigued in that dragon dra- dragon's blood thing but and that's been kind of well received but yeah um, why are you like this? Law School, The Circle, which I'm never going to watch unless someone pays me to. Uh, Haunted, Latin America. Um, these are stories about, um, that's one I have heard of. I have seen the first season of that. Or is it the first season? A couple of episodes? Can't quite remember. Um, Haunted, uh, that's a series basically where people talk about their real life experiences of, like, being haunted and stuff. Some of the stories are really kind of, kind of sort of worrying and scary. But um, that's another one. I sort of forgot the second season came out, so I that I, I have to, you have to be in kind of a particular mood to watch that. That's not just something like oh yeah, let's stick this on because it really is kind of like harrowing and sort of scary and and stuff like that. So, um, cu- country comfort, uh, dad, stop embarrassing me. Pacific Rim, the black, uh, worn stories, lava, car, devar. Never heard of that. Uh, Pet Stars, The Wedding Coach, Zero Chill, My Love, Six Stories of True Love, Murder Among the Mormons, The Big Day, um, what does that say? Nivinka, um, Snabakash, <laughs> uh, Black Ink Crew, and there's just, there's just a bunch of others here as well. I'm not going to read all of them out. Um, most of these I've not heard of. Last Chance You, Basketball, I've heard of that one. That's like a sports show. But yeah, there's there's not a lot there, is there? Um, and I'm talking about, you know, the, the first five months of this year. So we are more, almost halfway through the year, as scary as that is. Um, but yeah, immediately under new popular shows on Netflix, Stupid Legacy, Shadow and Bone, Who Killed Sarah, The Irregulars. So yeah, going along with what I said earlier. Uh, Behind Our Eyes, Trolls of um, Europa, Spycraft, Good Girls. Well, Good Girls isn't a Netflix show. It's Netflix UK, but that's an NBC show. Queen of the South, Firefly Lane, Fate the Wink Saga. That was actually last year, so that doesn't count to what I'm talking about. Van Helsing, that's a sci-fi show. Haunted, I think that's the show I mentioned a minute ago. Dynasty or Dynasty, that's the, the CW show. Surviving Death. Um, Snowpiercer, that's... I can't remember where that is, but that's not a Netflix show. That's a Netflix Netflix UK show. Invisible City, Love, Death and Robots, I've heard some decent things about. 
Black Lightning. That's a CW show, obviously. Um, Working Mums. That is a... I think it's a CBS show, but that's a Netflix show. Castlevania came back for its last season. That... Castlevania is a strange one. Castlevania sort of came out, got a lot of praise for its final season, and now no one's really sort of talking about it, like, two weeks later. Um, so I'm glad that people are happy with how it finished. I watched the first season. But that was one that sort of just came out, got a lot of praise, and then nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Good Witch, that's not a Netflix show. Bridgerton, that was last year. So that doesn't count. Um, actually, was that last year? Was that early this year? I can't quite remember. Um... The crew that got cancelled, I'm pretty sure. That's the, um, Kev, uh, not Kevin Hart. Um, I'm looking right at him in the picture as well. I can't think of what the, the guy that did uh, Mall Cop. Uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, that's like just come out this week, so sure. Uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers, goodness me. <laughs> and I get it, you know, at the end of the day, what I'm talking about, you know, some of these shows might not be for me. They just might not be things I'm interested in. Like Shadow and Bone hasn't quite grabbed me. If it gets renewed or whatever. Uh, I can't remember if it has or not. Uh, maybe I'll go and check it out. But there's just a lot of stuff there where I'm like. Oh yeah I kind of heard of that. Not really interested. And then other, sh- other shows to where I'm like. Yeah seen that um, pretty pretty good. Or have the interest to. Uh, or ones that I'm like currently watching as well. Um, things like Selena. And uh, Jupiter's Legacy. But things like Jupiter's, Le- Jupiter's Legacy, I think, at the moment, like, the most talked about show at the moment, like, right now, not in terms of this year, but right now, is probably Jupiter's Legacy. And j- just to kind of go along with what I've been saying, it's not a show that's, like, me- it's not a show where I watched the first episode, I was like, okay, I need to watch more, you know. Uh, but I might, but I'm not in any sort of... Hurry to do so. It's also not being renewed for a second season. And we'll see what happens. So, But uh, hopefully most of you understood what I was kind of talking about here. Uh, Netflix. It, it's this weird thing where Netflix for a lot of years. Has become a dumping ground for television. Some of it really really good. Um, A lot of it kind of just hit and miss. Uh, some things just kind of don't survive. Because there's too much TV. And then, because nobody watches them, and then they get cancelled, or they're too expensive to keep around. Um, that's the thing I th- I think some people don't quite understand about certain shows is one, certain shows might be too expensive to keep around, and two, there's so that I I don't think some people realise the amount of business competition that there is in the world of TV. And how much, as a result of that, how much content that creates, which is a stunning amount of content, which which calmed down a little bit last year, a little bit, because obviously there wasn't things getting filmed at a time. Um, but there's just there's just so much, and just not 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 everything sticks out maybe the way it should. Not everything survives the way it should. Not everything gets the praise the way it should. That's why you have people talking about things like underrated or underappreciated shows because there's just a flood of it, and some things just don't get the notice that they should. Um, it, it's also a little bit of a problem as well with the whole car crash TV, which is how I'd refer to it. Things like um, what was that show called last year? Uh, Tiger King. It it was popular because it was controversial because of what those people did, 
But was it a good show? I saw the first episode. I wasn't pulled in. But it's one of them kind of things where some, your, your friend or family or just somebody that you know will go, oh, this thing's really bad. you got to check it out. But you got to check it. The reason they're telling you to check it out is like, oh, look how bad this thing is. Which is the definition of a car crash, really. Of like, okay, yeah, this car, this car that's crashed, it's devastating. It's up in flames. It's broken. But oh, you you got to have a, you got to come and have a look at it, because of how bad it is. Um, as opposed to the other conversation, which we all should be having more, is look at how great this show is, or look at how fantastic this show is. You got to come and watch it because it's worth your time. Um, and I'm not against people that are into the sort of car crash TV. You know, you you like what you like, but I am. I am against that in a way of sort of promoting TV because the more that that conversation sort of happens, the less you will slightly hear about sort of, okay, look at this really critically acclaimed, really well produced, really well written show. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you've got to come and look at how good this is. Um, so, and look at how big of a hit Tiger King was last year. So it's a good example to kind of use. Um, some things just be, because of the likes of Tiger King and that sort of stuff, things just don't really survive as much as we want them to. So, to, just a note, just to kind of put a note on that, if if you see that a really popular show has been cancelled after like one or two seasons, and you think, oh, how could, I, I I see the comments so much online, oh, how could Netflix have cancelled this? How could they cancel that? It was so good. Well, probably because a bunch of other people that could have been watching it were watching Car Crash TV. And didn't help its its numbers. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's not always the case. But it's probably the case more than what some people possibly realise, I think. Um, and that's not really a good thing for TV as well. Because um, if, if you're somebody who's producing television. You're making like creative risks and writing really risky um, television that might be really, really good. Somebody might just prefer to watch a car crash television sort of thing. Or like to watch and laugh at something like um, Riverdale, you know. Or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Like, oh, look how badly this show's written and that sort of thing. Um, and I know I've kind of jokingly talked on, on Geek Town and stuff about, you know, Riverdale and how stupid it is. But I don't watch the show. Um, I watch Alex Meyer's videos on, on YouTube about it. So I am a little bit contributing to that conversation at rare times but I'm not I'm not doing the thing where the numbers change I'm still watching the better shows which is I think the, the way to kind of look at it so anyway that was just a kind of additional note on top of all that and just sort of just sort of a bit of a conversation around quality and quantity in terms of television um, and I'm not telling you what to do you know you can watch what you want to watch it's it's I, I, I can only talk about what I've seen and recommend or not recommend something that's kind of the aim here but um just just try just try to think about when you when your next because it's going to happen again when your next favorite show gets cancelled if it's a Netflix show or CB wherever it is just think about the other reasons it might have got cancelled it's not all just because oh Netflix felt like cancelling it they just feel like they they just woke up this morning and felt like cancelling your favorite show um it's not like that it it isn't um it's either too expensive or people are just watching other stuff and um so yeah just just think about that a little bit the next time your favorite show gets cancelled um because I will so anyway um let's see what Netflix has got Netflix has got for the rest of the year I do still have things to watch on there um 
but uh, I'm just looking forward to their when their sort of critically acclaimed shows make returns, like more of them make returns. I mean, you know, a couple of days ago, Jurassic Park, Camp Cretaceous, sorry, Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous came out. I'm looking forward to watching the the uh, third season. Uh, you know, Army of the Dead came out. I'm looking forward to watching that. So there's things on there for me to watch. It's just not quite the craziness that it was last year, but. That just leans into the, the whole problem with Netflix, which is you got to start spreading some of your content out a bit more. Um, because I could almost maybe guarantee that if some of those 2020 shows that would be, had been coming out um, last year, if some of them had come out in the first half of this year, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast and talking about this because I wouldn't be feeling the same way. I don't think so anyway i've talked for long enough i've got my the point across i think that i wanted to make uh, but if you have any thoughts feelings questions comments or whatever about anything that i've mentioned uh, in regards to netflix or streaming or if you just want to talk to us on entertainment talk that's perfectly fine uh what do you think what do you think of netflix's quality and quantity sort of control um it uh it needs a bit of rearranging and sorting out at least in my eyes so yeah, uh, let me know what you think. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter e Talk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, still looking forward to a few Netflix shows. Still got some things to watch on there, um, but uh, just not. There's not a lot of critically acclaimed things released this year. There's there's a couple, but not as many as what there possibly could have been. So we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org TV video, ga- TV, video games, films and Manchester United podcast as well um, I'm going to be doing a podcast, I'm going to be recording it in a minute actually, about Apple TV Plus and kind of doing an opposite conversation uh, on quality over quantity so completely kind of flipping the script a little bit i will be sort of referencing what i've talked about here on on netflix and kind of you know it's it's involved in the streaming wars isn't it so i uh, look out for that episode as well uh, i can't remember what i'm going to call it but you'll find out when i release it so that's good that's going to be to do with apple tv plus as well so look out for that later today um if you'd like to support other things that we do, so, sorry, if you'd like to support Entertainment Talk and the podcast, you can either listen to more of our episodes on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us on podcast platforms. Um, you can uh, use word of mouth and social media. Simply let people know um, about our content, what we do and where they can find it and that sort of thing. Social media, you can do the same thing over there. Um, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. So please have a look at that. Uh, if you want to know when your favourite Netflix shows are coming back, or if they're coming back, or your favourite TV and films and all that news sort of stuff, uh, David's got you covered, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio comes out on Tuesdays, so go ahead and listen to those on Tuesdays as well. Um, you can also find Beck streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there, doing lots and lots of good stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitch streaming a lot as well, uh, hopefully more regularly from now on. Excuse me. Uh, on Twitch, eTalk UK for that. And you can also find the archive streams later on YouTube, uh, Entertainmental Plays on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I'm going to do the Apple podcast in a second. Uh, speak to then. See you later. Goodbye.